Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. I have been for the past hour or so discussing what will happen in Utah schools when it comes time for students to return to the classroom or maybe just pick up their laptops again, depending on which district you're in and uh, which plan rules the day. As you know, the districts, they have a, a requirement, a deadline coming up. It's just under two weeks away. On August 1st, school districts and schools around the state will be required under order by the under order of the state school board to make public their plans for their uh, reopening in the fall or whatever the plan is for uh, for students and teachers and faculty and all the uh, support staff that uh, that make the wheels on the bus go round and round so to speak and we right now are in the midst of the season of formulating those plans parents are weighing in the community is weighing in there are meetings uh, being held by school boards and others as to what exactly will happen and what is most appropriate in the various regions of this great state. You know, th- th- that is uh, true. Wherever you go in this state, uh, the needs are very unique. And so these plans would wisely be tailored to the unique needs of the various regions of, of the state. One thing that we do know for certain is that Governor Gary Herbert last week announced and declared that the wearing of masks will be mandated in public school buildings. So that includes students, that includes teachers, faculty, and also visitors to those schools. And it was uh, yesterday morning that we learned that in Utah County, one of the three commissioners intends to uh, request of Governor Gary Herbert that an exemption be made for the entire county. He calls it a compassionate exemption to the mask mandates for K-12 students in Utah County. That is currently on the agenda of the upcoming county commissioners meeting, which is scheduled to take place in less than an hour. At 3 o'clock, they're scheduled to get together uh, and debate a number of issues, talk about this and that, but added to the agenda by Commissioner Lee is this question here as to whether or not uh, they will, together, the commission, uh, make that request of the governor. Also, in about 20 minutes' time, uh, Commissioner Lee is expected to gather on the front steps of the administration building there, and together with a crowd he hopes will assemble, uh, make some of his points known there as well. We have thus far heard from Commissioner Ainge. Tanner Ainge uh, wrote a letter which he posted to Twitter saying that uh, he appreciates the governor's efforts to try to keep the state safe and he will not be supporting uh, such a letter as was suggested by Commissioner Lee. Uh, Commissioner Ainge says that he's spoken to the governor, he's spoken to Alpine School District, and he supports their current plans for reopening, even going as far as to say that the flexibility and the exceptions that are already worked into these plans are sufficient for him. So that's two out of three of the commissioners. We know how they stand. We still ought to hear from the third. Nathan Ivey, uh, third commissioner, joins me on the line, co-chair. Sir, how are you? Uh, Doing great. Thanks for having me on again, Lee. I always appreciate your show and the messages you bring. Well, I am humbled you'd say that, sir. I'm an admirer of yours as well. What can you tell me about what's shaping up on the steps outside your building right now? Um, Well, I I can tell you that (laughs) 
Uh, interestingly enough, in the last uh, couple days, I have received more emails on masks than I did on a proposed property tax increase that was the first increase Utah County had seen in 23 years. So obviously this is a very hot issue. Uh, people are very passionate about it uh, on both sides. And right now, based on, on the public email feedback we, we've received, uh, initially it was, you know, a large majority was kind of anti-mask. Uh, as, this, as this proposal or this letter from Commissioner Lee was circulated, that has dramatically shifted. And I would say close to 80% of the emails I've received the last couple of days, and we're talking about hundreds of emails, uh, have been uh, in favor of the school districts making this decision and in support of them having uh, you know, requiring students to wear masks. So that's kind of the public feel and, and the atmosphere we're working in. Obviously, it's a, a very, people are very passionate uh, on both sides of this issue, and which I appreciate, but I also wish we could just try and be a little bit more reasonable, yeah. uh, and especially in regards to, you know, the public shaming that comes, whether you agree or disagree with, with the issue. I, I personally am anti-mandate, pro-mask. And I know that's really hard for people to understand, but I think you should have the, the rights to, to choose how to, to live your life, and government shouldn't tell you how. But, you know, science and, and the medical professionals have weighed in on this, and it, it seems to make sense when appropriate in large public settings to wear a mask to try and, and slow down the spread of this virus. Yeah, you and I are on the same page there. I am anti-mandate, pro-mask. That's a good way to phrase. I'm going to write that one down. That's a good, concise way to communicate my views on that. You said something fascinating. I want to go backwards a second. You said that you have received more uh, constituent communication on the subject of masks than you did on the the property tax hike. Any idea why that might be? It seems it seems like it seems like if if you're going to be spending money, you're going to be uh, front and center, making your voice known uh, or heard rather uh, on the issue of masks. I mean, that's a relatively harmless thing, I, I would presume. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. I would love to know why. Um, but obviously, apparently, people just are incredibly passionate about this issue and, yeah. and, and feel very strongly about it. And again, it's been, uh, you know, at, at, to this point, the, the, it's evened out to probably slightly in favor of people wanting a mask mandate uh, mm-hmm. based on those emails I received. But it's just, it's absolutely been mind boggling to me why this is such a divisive and hot issue. Yeah. Uh, and, and as much as there's as it is the overall feedback, which is astonishing, the divisive nature of it is is astounding to me. You know that that part's been been very interesting. There is very little middle ground on this one. Uh, yeah. The in about forty five minutes time, you will sit down with your fellow commissioners. On the agenda is this uh, proposed request uh, by Commissioner Lee. It'll likely lead to a vote. Uh, Commissioner Ainge has made it known that he will not be supporting the sending of a letter. Where do you stand on the on the on this? Well, well, yeah. Well, I mentioned I am pro mask, anti mandate. On the letter itself, I just don't see its pertinence. Um, this is a local school district meeting, or excuse me, school board discussion and, and decision. Uh, I was grateful to see all the people show up to Alpine's, uh, you know, Alpine School District's board's meeting last night. Um, you know, they voted six one in favor of the proposal to reopen. And, and I would like to just have the school districts make this decision on their own. And obviously Alpine, uh, is, as a board, is of a different opinion than Commissioner Lee. And ironically, even the dissenting vote there 
was okay with requiring masks. They just thought that they should have half the kit, you know, one day and the other half the other day. So that was the reason they voted against it, was they felt like having all the kids together was a bad idea. But but all seven members thought that the masks were a good idea. And, and that's why we elect those people is to... to represent us in how we run our public schools. And, and so I would defer to them. I just don't think this is a, a commission issue uh, at this point in time. If we were talking about a countywide mandate um, that had been issued by the state, you know, I, I would have a different feel for that. But I think where we're specifically dealing with schools, that we needed to defer to the school districts and the school boards and allow them to make this decision and, and be supportive of them in that. Commissioner Ivey. Thank you so much. Nathan Ivey with the Utah County Commission uh, will be sitting down with his fellow commissioners in about 45 minutes to debate this issue. I look forward to hearing that debate, and I look forward to uh, hearing the outcome. Thanks again, Commissioner. Thank you. Have a good day. You do the same. A meeting which would have included a discussion over masks in schools ended quickly in Utah County. So now what happens? Joining us live in the KSL Newsline is Utah County Commissioner Bill Lee. Commissioner, just your reaction to uh, the crowd last night and uh, Tanner Ainge calling this one short. Yes. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, I was I was, I was, was kind of shocked that uh, that that we that we didn't have more dialogue. We did afterwards. Um, but I found that it was, it was concerning that, that, uh, commissioner Ainge, which is the chair of our commission, you know, he's usually that the chair is, is in charge of the meeting and the room and everything. And, um, if he was so concerned about it, we should have, we should have put things in place. Everyone knew that there was going to be a large crowd there. I actually called public works before and said, Hey, we got to put X's out on the floors. We got to do something to kind of mitigate this, you know, to a certain extent. So it was, it was surprising to me that that happened. Um, I, I understand the concern with it, but uh, both Commissioner Ivy and myself afterwards, after after Tanner stormed out, um, we talked with the group. We organized the room in a sufficient manner that we sat there for hours afterwards, listening to uh, some of the concerns of the citizens. You had said a day earlier that uh, you I- invited all to come, but not to flood the area. I don't know how anybody could have known whether it was going to be flooded until the flood actually occurred. Uh, but uh, Tanner Ainge, among those that uh, felt like this, and he used the word, this was reckless on your part to uh, make that kind of an invitation. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting because I think one of the responsibilities that we have as elected officials is to listen to our constituents, listen to what they have to say. I knew there was going to be a large group there. There was there was a, a meeting organized by some moms earlier. They asked me to come and, and speak to them, and I spoke to them on the process of the commission. And even in that meeting, or that little gathering that they had out there, I was telling them, please come in and sit appropriately in our commission meeting. We had overflow rooms over in the other building. If they wanted to comment, comment they could come in at the appropriate times and comment. And so, yeah, I, 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 I know that there's been this comment of, of that uh, it's it's reckless on our part, but how how do you say yes you can come no you can't come I don't know who's coming or not um, I just uh, I know as elected official I put out there and say if you want to come to a meeting and let let your voice be heard here's uh, here's the opportunity. What you wanted was the three commissioners to vote on a letter that would direct Ralph Clegg, who's the uh, director of the Utah County Health Department, to ask Governor Herbert for an exemption for this uh, compassionate exemption. Uh, some are wondering why you don't, don't just do that yourself, although I'm going to guess you want that to come from the health department itself. 
Yeah, see, the process was set up in this pandemic for cities and counties if if they want uh, exemption, and this is a compassionate exemption. Um, it, it, the process was set up that that uh, we go through and we ask the health director. The de- health director then passes it up the chain of command up to the governor, and and basically what this is, it, it's a letter that is just asking for a little more local control and opportunity on a compassionate level to just go above and beyond. Um, you know, some care with the students when situations come up. It's not, it's not, what it's not is, it's not that, that there's not masks in school. Some people think that, that I'm asking for no masks in school. That is not what I'm asking for. What I was asking for is the ability for teachers, administrators, even outside of some of the parameters that are in there on the full mandatory ask of uh, masks being in there, that when things happen in a classroom, that we have a little bit more local control when it comes to, uh, you know, being able to have the authority to make some decisions. So where does this go next? Well, we'll have another meeting. Uh, we'll probably have another meeting in at the convention center, larger room. It will be more spaced out since there's so, so much uh, interest in this, and there's quite a bit of interest in it. Um, and I would assume that we'd be able to... Uh, to have that meeting so that so that everyone will have a chance to to be heard. I mean that's that's what it is that people want to be able to have redress with their elected officials and we should give them that opportunity. Utah County Commissioner Bill Lee, thanks for your time this morning. Coronavirus and classrooms. Special coverage with David Dujanovic. This group does not represent a majority of Utah or Utah County. That right there is part of a tweet by Utah County Commission Chair Tanner Ainge. I want to ask him if the 75-second meeting that he abruptly adjourned. We have a motion and a second to continue this meeting to another date. All in favor, say aye. Can we have discussion? Any opposed? Okay, the meeting is adjourned. If he feels that gives Utah County and its residents a black eye, Dave. Yeah, and we're going to talk to Commissioner uh, Ainge in, in just a moment. And I think we can ask him some of these things. How did this come to pass? How did it come together so quickly? And, and why did he feel uh, that 75 seconds was more than enough for that meeting? Tanner Ainge's tweet, they were um, said this. They were organized by Bill Lee to recklessly pack the room for a vote that should not have even been on our agenda in the first place. So let me reset for you in case you're just tuning in, trying to figure out what's happening. Uh, Commissioner Lee in Utah County um, added this compassionate exemption for masks in schools pitched to the agenda, invited anyone masked or non-masked to show up. He wants the Utah County Health Director to write a letter to the governor asking for exemptions for school kids. Yeah, and when we had Commissioner Lee on yesterday, he was talking about kids that are having asthma attacks or a panic attack uh, to a child in the middle of a meltdown. That sounds reasonable to me, that that we give those kids that are kind of in crisis a break. So at that point, should we be worrying about kids wearing masks? And I, I think that's the question we uh, I have for, for Tanner Ainge, the, the chair of the Utah County Commission. He joins us now. Um, do you have any problems with what Commissioner Lee has to say about these kids that are in crisis? Uh, should we be worrying about them wearing masks? Well, I mean, in terms of what his solution is, yeah, I have some issue with it. But but in terms of what the 
But the issue is no. I mean, I'm a, I'm a parent of five children. I think we all understand it. We, you know, I have people in my extended family um, who who have special needs and and challenges. And and when you hear when you're thinking about your young child or a child with special needs or like you said asthma or other lung conditions, and you, you hear of a mask mandate in K through 12 schools. Uh, I mean, that I had some questions for sure. Uh, but you know what I did with them? I talked to our school district. I talked to each of the school districts in Utah County. I spoke with our governor, and I've spoken with teachers, and they are all working out solutions, and they're working out exceptions that make sense and flexibility as appropriate, sometimes even down just to the teacher-student level of what makes sense in that instance. And so I think that's a reasonable discussion, but that's not really what was happening. This was all a big political stunt that really turned out and very unsafe in our Utah County Commission chambers yesterday. Tanner Ainge, the chairman of the Utah County Commission, called the meeting after about 75 seconds. It was a crowded room, packed, standing room only, people fanning themselves. I only counted six mask wearers in the room, uh, Commissioner Ainge. Uh, Let's take us back just a little bit, because I do have concerns as a journalist about how this ended up on the agenda. It seemed to be abruptly added by Commissioner Lee, and I really don't feel that that is fair to other people who may have to, like residents of the county who want to have to rearrange their schedule to suddenly make a mid-afternoon meeting at the Utah County Commission that affects school children. So walk us back through how that ended up on the agenda. Um, so as the commission chair, I, I do help organize the agenda each week. However, every commissioner has the right to add whatever they want to on the agenda. So, um, commissioner Lee added this on after we had already kind of organized the main agenda and I wasn't even aware of it until the next morning. I started getting a lot of inbound requests and emails about what is this about? And which is why I put out the statement that I did. Um, yeah, and, and it is unfortunate. I think it's unfortunate because, you know, I, I heard Dave making the point earlier that you'd be upset if you came to a meeting and, and it was shut down so quickly. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I think it was very irresponsible for Commissioner Lee to, you know, organize a rally, put pour into the meeting, knowing that no one's going to follow these guidelines and it's going to be an unsafe environment. But even more importantly, I think there were some very sincere people that showed up there wanting, thinking that this was a real forum where you could talk about masks in school, but it's not. We should have directed them to the school district meeting or given them the governor's email. There's nothing that, that we do at our level. This would be like the school district having a vote on the amount of money to give the sheriff's department. It, it's just not the right forum. <laughs> Uh, I I hadn't thought about that. Uh, that's a, a good description. Um, do you think there? Uh, I, I guess we're looking at it. You know, we're only six weeks away, and and I think people are just looking for a voice and, and to be heard. Um, you wanted to reschedule the meeting. Is this something that you'd be willing to have in a safer environment? Have this discussion. Yes, we can go back to our virtual meeting schedule. We could have you know, another meeting. I mean, look, those those who think that this was a, 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 a an effort to not hear certain voices, it's just not true. Okay, I mean, I, Commissioner Ivy, have spent the past year having 
some very difficult public hearings where sometimes we sit there for several hours listening to public comment, some of it very pointed. And it's okay. That's our job. This was about public safety. So when those are addressed, you know, at our next meeting, yeah, we can we can listen to all of this discussion. Again, however, I do think Commissioner Lee should just strike this from the agenda and it should be removed because it's not the right forum. And, you know, there's, there's something else that I take issue with. Look, I'm not going to vote to direct our health director to send a letter, one, because of what I just said, it's the wrong forum. But two, like that's not how I interact with health officials. I want to listen to them. I'm not going to make a political vote to direct them to do something that their conscience and their understanding tells them otherwise. Commissioner Ainge, uh, before we uh, let you go, I want to ask you, I want to replay uh, part of this um, meeting. We have a motion and a second to continue this meeting to another date. All in favor, say aye. Can we have discussion? And, and now I want to ask you, did you feel like the behavior that you saw at the meeting, and you were there yesterday, I watched it on YouTube, um, do you feel that that gives the county a black eye? Well, look, now I think that this this kind of moment in this meeting and some of the the images have, have made their way onto social media. They've even become a little bit of a national story, and that's not the things I want. Utah County being known for. I mean, we have so many great things happening, and our community is one of the fastest growing economies and, you know, very charitable. Um, we have a lot of stable families. There's there's a lot of things to be really proud of. It's an, all the great outdoor recreation opportunities that we want um, people outside of the state of Utah and in our state to know about Utah County. And so this, is, this isn't it, but you know, again, I think this was a room of people that really Commissioner Lee had um, misdirected to this forum, and it was a, a very narrow crowd, and this does not represent um, Utah County. Tanner Ainge, thank you so much for joining us. He's the chairman of the Utah County Commission, a fiery and spicy uh, meeting that was adjourned after just 75 seconds.